Welcome to another edition of Union Money. I'm Brian Hirsch. This evening we are focusing once again on short-term insurance. There were two major developments over the last week. The first related to Suntum, who lost its appeal against a decision by the High Court that it must pay out all business interruption claims to Mar Africa Hotels and Stellenbock Kitchen for the full 18-month period covered in the insurance policy. Suntum had contested the ruling against them by the Western Court High Court where they believed that their policy conditions meant that they were only liable to pay out for three months. This is going to open an enormous amount of business insurance claims for more than 750 tourism and hospitality businesses who have joined in litigation within Insurance Claims Africa to litigate. This will certainly provide much needed certainty for the finalisation of outstanding claims. Affected clients have had to wait for more than 18 months. The second big news this week related to SASRIA claims, whereby Treasury has agreed to provide SASRIA with 3.9 billion rand to help pay claims under their policy, which covers and provides cover against riots, civil commotion, public disorder, and to help cover the cost of claims which happened during July unrest. There was concern that SASRIA did not have the financial resources to settle all the claims stemming from the rights. And joining me this evening is once again Craig Poger, director of the Poger Group. Craig, good evening. Welcome back to the studio. Good we even know. have your dad in the audience. We have an <laughs> audience of one. Nice to have you, Yarub, sitting here in the, in the wings. Good uh, to be yeah, Thank Craig, you. Let's first deal with the business interruption claims. And then you can also comment whether you can still get the cover. How do you see this affecting these types of policies in the future? So, Brian, to start your show off, it's been a busy, busy week, to say the least, for the industry. Um, in terms of the business interruption claims, I think that the industry is just grateful that it's now reached finalisation. And I have no doubt that all the parties involved will, will speedily try and get all the claims dealt with as efficiently and effectively as possible. Is this cover available? No, it's not available. Um, the insurance companies, quite some time ago, actually, um, amended policy wording. You know, this is all flowing from reinsurers, both local and international. So, Brian, this, co this, this, this particular cover will not be available. And again, just happy that that, uh, that has reached uh, finality. Kevin, let's just talk a bit about SASRI. I mean, for years people have paid political right. They haven't thought much about it. Now we have these enormous claims in July. We've seen SASRIA actually set struggle to pay these claims and also they needed to raise money from Treasury. Now that they've raised money, the question is how quickly are these claims being settled? And secondly, how is SASRIA going to refinance their balance sheet? So Brian, it's actually been refreshing to see how the whole insurance industry has rallied behind SASRIA to assist with the administration in dealing with these claims. A lot of the insurance companies have received mandates to assist SASRIA to speedily uh, get the, the claims uh, paid. In addition to that, I know that assessors are also working long hours and trying to get all the reports finalised. So for us, everybody is working towards getting the insured um, paid and get the economy back up and running and get the businesses where they need to be prior to what happened. In terms of SASRIA, obviously, we know what's happening now and it will have a ripple effect is um, there's going to be uh, big increases within the SASRIA environment. In fact, we've had some notification as brokers in the market at whole to actually see and, and, and already um, advise us that effective January next year, we're going to see some increases across all disciplines or in all sections of the insurance policy. Craig, just tell me something. Is SASRIA, is the political right cover 
uh, on all the different aspects of business, whether it be personal, whether it be business insurance, or do you automatically have to, does the client have to request this cover, or you as brokers just automatically add it? No, so the, it's not automatically added. In some sections of the policy, it is included, but other sections of the policy you have to quote and you have to obtain the, the, the premiums from SASRIA in order to have the cover in place. In some situations, you have to get dispensation from SASRIA, so it's a very involved and very technical space. And again, it's not automatically included, and one needs to consult the broker to see what part of the policy is that you can buy SASRIA and, and obviously the cost um, to include it. Because previously it was very inexpensive, you hardly noticed it. Now you're talking about January high, high increases and, and I mean you will still be able to get the cover? Still be able to get the cover, it's going to come at a higher cost and um, I think what will also happen is, is that you know Sergio will also deal with uh, certain products differently in terms of wording and uh, we wait to see exactly how it's going to transpire in the new year. So Craig, let me understand, someone who's had a claim under SASRIA, do they still deal with their broker? Do you deal directly with the underlying insurance company where the SASRIA or do you deal directly with SASRIA? So insurance companies are agents of SASRIA. We as brokers will assist, and, um, assist our clients in getting their claim uh, in preparation to the insurers like we normally would do in any environment where there is a claim. And the insurance companies on our behalf will submit it to SASRIA. Whereas in, uh, historically and now is that if you have a, cli a claim, your client has a claim, you're just dealing with your insurer directly. And in this case, your insurer is acting on behalf of your client and us as brokers because we represent our clients. Have you, have you paid lots of claims already or percent so part claims? So the will is turning, Brian, so claims have been paid. Um, you know, so we're also trying to keep our clients and manage our clients' expectations. There's a huge amount of claims and volumes that, the, that Sergio are dealing with. And, uh, you know, we've obviously had some success and we also have some clients that are waiting. So it's a mixed bag at the moment. But uh, again, uh, for the sake of repeating myself, the insurance industry as a whole, in my opinion, are really doing what they need to, to try and get the economy back up and running mm -hmm. and, and do what they have to. I can imagine very difficult for clients who are still waiting. I mean, they've got to get their businesses refinanced again. I mean, they, uh, they must be giving insurance companies, uh, I mean, clients certainly are tolerant. I mean... You know, up to Brian, a point. You talk here, yeah, absolutely. It's people's livelihoods and businesses that they've grown over all the years. And of course, it's people that they employ, families. So this is, this is extremely important. And um, we obviously, as brokers, trying our very best, and, and, and insurers and Sergio, to get it all uh, where it needs to be. Well, I've got good news for our viewers. We will be taking calls this evening, and our telephone number is 011-484-0468. I'll repeat that, 011-484-0468. Craig, I'm going to move straight to emails. We've got quite a lot of emails this evening. Jared in Ravonia says, I live in a high-rise building, and I have a householder's insurance. Can I reduce some of the risks I'm covered for, and how will this impact on my premium? So, Brian, in today's times, everybody's looking to save and one is looking to manage risk differently. So if you're living in a high-rise building and you think that theft is a lesser chance or probability of having a burglary in on the 15th floor of a building with all the security that you have and all the security that you pay every month, one would suggest maybe reducing the policy from obviously an all-risk or comprehensive policy to maybe fire and allied perils and excluding the theft element. As a result of doing that, your premium would con reduce considerably and ensure for catastrophes being fire, lightning, storm and power surge. By taking out the theft element, you, you, your policy will reduce. You say quite substantially. 
quite substantially, yeah. Brian. Ronnie in Mshlanga says, mm. how do I know that my sums <coughs> are adequate? And please explain the average clause and how does one avoid the average applying in the event of claim? Always a difficult situation to re-value your home. Always a difficult situation. When one thinks insurance, Brian, everyone thinks theft. You know, no one thinks fire, lightning and storm. So you actually land up, um, very often clients exclude the dining room table or the, or the mirror on the wall. <coughs> so, excuse me. So what we do is, if we use an analogy, if you flip your house upside down, everything that falls to the bottom is householder's insurance and needs to be insured at the replacement value in today's, in today's terms. Very important. And not only that, Brian, it's become very complicated and clients that have jewellery, antiques, art, extremely important to also get that appraised and make sure that you have your appraisals at hand that in the event of a claim that the insurance company is what you want to put you in, uh, the position that you apply to the loss, that you can justify your loss. So making sure that you insure it adequately is key. And secondly, is to make sure that you can actually substantiate your loss, which is very important in today's times. So, so many people, I mean, they don't realize what a dining room table costs to place, lounge furniture, curtains and all those things, linen, cutlery, uh, crockery. I mean, uh, are, you, are you finding that, that insurance companies are, are finding in a lot of cases that people are underinsured? So people have cut back, and these are the areas in our, uh, that, that they're cutting back in the wrong areas. This is actually householders' and house owners' insurance is the cheapest part of the insurance policy. So, and, and it's catastrophe. Not everybody can afford to have a loss these days. So our advice to the clients is insure at the full replacement value. If you're looking at a reduction in your premium, maybe exclude perils or have a look at various options like voluntary excesses. Structure your policy different. If you're looking to save, maybe take off the cell phone or the jewellery item that you insured under the specified items of the policy, which obviously it's ran for risk. You would tend to pay higher premiums under that section of the policy rather than the house owners and householders. Insure at the full replacement value and get guidance from your broker on how to, because as you mentioned, it's linen, it's crockery, it's cutlery, and it adds up very, very quickly. Well, we're going to take a break. You listening tonight and watching you and your money. We're talking short-term insurance. Stay tuned. We'll be back shortly.